Derek and Steve present You heard it here second Welcome to You Heard It Here Second. I am Derek. And I am Steve. And we are back for episode 161. Uh, Steve, how's it going? Derek, it's going well. Um, nice, nice. Did you say you heard it here second? I, I did, like I, you, think. I think. So. I think so. <laughs> what do you think <laughs> I said? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like you usually say something after we're here for episode 161 of You Heard It Here Second. Oh, well, well, so I, well in the beginning I say... Welcome to You Heard It Here Second. I am Derek. And then you say, it's ever since we started say, uh, doing the alternate thing, you know, and when, you when I say I'm to... Derek and you say you're Steve. Yeah. Like, so that change up, now I just say 161 because, like, I already said the title, you know. Episode 161. And then you just ask me right away. Is that always how it goes? I don't, I'll have to go back, but I don't know. I, I think I think it's how it's been going in season two, I think. Season two is tough and confusing. But it's very good. Yeah. It's a, it's a confusing <laughs> world here in season two, but um, things are. Things were good until that, Derek. And now I'm yeah. rattled. Well, <laughs> well, you know what? Just, just you know, chalk it up. Go back to the film room and like review the film, and and we'll come back stronger next I, game. I'm almost positive you don't just. <laughs> and I'm Steve, and then you say, and this is episode 161. Steve, how's it going? I'm sure there's more, but I, the, all right, yeah, the, <laughs> we'll, we'll have to check it because I, I know in the old paradigm in season one. When I did the whole thing, it all led up to your the first thing you would say on the podcast was. The answer to Steve, how's it going? Right now, I at so, least so get a little a jab in the intro. But now we put you instead of I instead of me introducing you, you introduce you with your name. So that's what made it. It's it's an adjustment. It's an adjustment. Huge it's like, upgrades in season two. Yeah, it's like when a you team get gets a new my- team gets a new star player, they got to figure out how to incorporate them, right? And <laughs> right. Like so, that's like how the intro went. Uh, so uh, um, well, things are good. Uh, I was thrown off a bit by the intro today for whatever that's okay. reason, but that's fine. Other, otherwise things are good. We're recording a little later tonight yeah. because um, Derek has some sports to attend to, which yeah. have unfortunate endings, which I'll let him decide whether or not to. Yeah. say what they were but um yeah well that can be the shout out shout out uh the celtics for losing today um so in yeah bad fashion in bad fashion they, they blew the lead at the end of this game and we'll, we'll get to the nba playoffs in just a minute but um to just to your quick point about me having sports to attend to obviously you you know that this is like one of my favorite times of year when the when hockey and basketball are both in the playoffs right like the best if you if you have a stake in those playoffs then it's an awesome time of year sports every day the this is the by far the most I can ever remember for my two teams that play at this time in aligning in just a chaotic, chaotic way. So, so this is how I this is how I felt. Yeah. Sorry to interrupt, but I felt yeah, like no, this a couple years ago during COVID when the Rays were in the World Series and mm-hmm. the light and it was uh, and I can't remember if it was and MLB that had been pushed back or or NHL that had pushed both back, maybe but, yeah or but for whatever yeah. reason the playoffs for the rays and the lightning coincided mm-hmm. and every other day was this like yeah. super high stress everything matters and uh, it, it was it was stressful it was a very fun time in my life and the yeah. rays made it the world series and the lightning won the the stanley cup so it was yeah a good finish but jesus it chaotic is a good it, it, it is taxing i know it is like yeah. so the schedules came out and uh when the schedules came out for these for these uh well for the celtics it's the second round of the playoffs for the bruins it's the first round and you know, I looked at it right away. Starting on May first is when the playoffs began for for those two, or when this stretch began for those two teams. From May first 
to May 15th, there was exactly one day without a game. Oh, geez. And zero Including weekends? Da- and zero days with two. So every other day from May 1st to 15th, <laughs> the teams alternated every other day with one day Holy off being the crap. exception. Because, because the Celtics had a three-day break in one of in, in the Buck series. And so on that three-day break, there was a gap. But aside from that, the two cadences have been every other day for all my, of May. My girlfriend would literally break up with me <laughs> if I watched 15 straight days of sports. <laughs> so luckily they're they're isolated to um, you know, two and a half hours a day, <laughs> but it's every day. So yeah, yeah. Jeez. um yeah, so it's it's been it's been chaotic. Um so what yeah, but, I don't even want to like I was like, so what have you been doing? But I know what you've been doing. That's what You've I've been, been doing. Coming home from that, work and watching sports, and then waking up and going to work. And that's what I've been doing. Sports. I've been to two of the Bruins games. Um, so and I'm I'm going to be at the one tomorrow. So, um, lots of energy, but uh, definitely taxing. And I'm looking forward to a couple of days off. So, Jeez. um, so there you go. Oh. We'll get into the sports talk a bit here. But uh, any other shout outs or updates you want to do before we get into the uh, sports section? No, let's kick it off. Alrighty, sports. The monster jam. All right, sports. I realized there I called it a section again, which we need to do some more investigating whether my brain turned that on. Because last time I called it a section, you said we don't call them sections, and so now I'm, I'm now I'm in my own head. So oh, yeah, we're gonna have to <laughs> we're gonna have to do we're gonna have to run the tape back again on a Seriously. couple of different things here and figure out if that's normal or not. But speaking anyway, of chaos, season yeah, we're, you're just chaotic. season two is chaotic. We're trying yeah. to trying to throw some wrenches in here. So sections, uh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> Uh, so starting with sports, um, we'll begin with hockey. Uh, both of our uh, favorite teams are participating. Both of our favorite teams are losing in their series. Yes. So this is a little bit of a um, definitely for the Lightning, but really also for the Bruins, a bit of a unique circumstance when it comes to round one uh, facing elimination. So we'll start with uh, your team because we were just talking about mine for a few minutes there. Uh, Lightning going up against the Toronto Maple Leafs. Steve, give us the the Tampa perspective for now, and then I'll, I can chime in with what I'm seeing so far. Okay, so first thing, I'm very nervous. I hate yeah. hockey playoffs. Just get me like real anxious. Like every, I don't know the goals. There's the the They're horn goes off, and it's just by so far the highest aggressive. Anxiety. The players actually yeah. get to fight each other, so you hate the other team a lot. Yeah. Um. So emotions are high for the Bolts. Also, for whatever reason, Tampa. I mean, I know the reason because they won two back to back Stanley Cups. But <laughs> Tampa has adopted the Lightning as like the nation like their team like mm-hmm. the, everyone likes some people like the bucks some people like the rays if you don't like the lightning you could be old young male female whatever if you don't like the lightning like you're crazy everyone mm-hmm. loves lightning it's like the gear all the college kids wear it's just the the team to root for if you want to be cool yep um which is great because it's it's i don't know it's a, it's a little town in florida that is obsessed with hockey mm-hmm. um so it makes it weirder when th- when they're losing because it's all anyone can talk about. Uh, I'm sure right. sections of Boston are the same way. They're just die hard for every team rather than just one team. Right, right. Um, but I don't feel good. I was at the game on Sunday when they just blew oh, nice. them out. Nice. Um, I read some stat that the Lightning for the past um, last 15 games or 16 games have they haven't lost back to back playoff games. Mm. They're 15 and 0 or 16 and 0 if you include Sunday in games after they've lost yep. playoff games after the past gotcha. two years. So right. uh, my, and that would be, that would be so tomorrow's game. Yeah. So this one just got, the series has gone back and forth. One Oh one, one, two, one, two, two, 
Three two, right? Yes. So it's three yeah. two Maple Leafs right now. Yeah. Back to Tampa for game six. Um, yep. So I don't want to talk individually about every game or anything like that, but I'll just say series isn't over. Lightning have a good track record after a loss. Game seven, you know, it's anyone's. Yeah. Uh, I'm. It's it's exciting time. I love I love hockey. It's I got to go to the game and playoff hockey's nuts. Yeah, it is. It um, is. But uh, not a good place to be down it's, down a game. No, definitely not. Um, that series has a lot of interesting subplots to it. Um, just from the the high level story standpoint, not necessarily the matchups or the players. And they hate or each other. These, these they hate teams. E- yeah, they hate each other for. I mean, for probably not a ton of reason. <laughs> like, I mean, they don't have a lot of history, but they're in the same division. But I think that the emotions ride so high in a matchup like this because you've got on one hand you've got the two time defending champions, and on the other hand you've got the team with like arguably the best player in the league in Austin Matthews or the best offensive player in the league. Um, a rabid fan base, a Canadian fan base that is, you know, uh, success deprived as far as, you know, winning titles there mm-hmm. in hockey, their sport, you know, that a Canadian team has not won a Stanley cup in, in quite a while. Right. And the Toronto Maple Leafs have not won a playoff series since 2004. And oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. They are the, like, I can't, immediately pick out the, the comparable team in other sports, but you know like the, the team I'm Cubs. talking about. Yeah, the team right. that, that is always good but never wins. You know, that's the Toronto Maple Leafs. And the you know, the Bruins the have Cowboys. been matched the, yeah, the Cowboys, right. The Bruins have matched up with them three times in the past like, you know, ten years that have that there have been playoffs. And every time the Bruins have matched up with them, they the Bruins win in seven games. They have no other outcome has happened in the last like ten years. Well, that's good to hear. It's always Toronto choking game seven. And so Toronto, like, you know, it's this is one of those teams that feels like if they win this series, they they very well might win the cup because they need to get over the hump of winning a series. And like (laughs) after that, they're so talented. Right. If Tampa wins game six, it's going to set up just that. Like if if you feel tense, then like Toronto multiply that by five and think about what the Toronto fans will feel like in game seven. They've been there so many times. That has got to be. And I I want them to Worm. It, it's and I think every you know every neutral fan would want that to be a game seven because that is just the environment that like this series should go to. Cool. So that's really interesting. Um, I think. But so there you go. Any other thoughts on that series? Um, obviously no. Grimes, I mean, but, f- round yeah. ones make me nervous. I mean, yeah. The Lightning had the best regular season of all time three years ago and yeah. then lost in four. Yeah. So. But then went on to win back to back. In a way, cups, it, was the so. le- it was the lesson they needed almost. In a <laughs> exactly. Way, right? um, but round yeah. ones always make me nervous. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, flipping to the Bruins side of things, they're also down three uh, two in a series that has not gone the way that you just described, where you're uh, uh, avoiding losing consecutive games and alternating back and forth. This series yeah. is one of those prototypical home team dominates every game of the series. I, I mean, th- there has not been a game this series that was decided by one goal. Every game has been a multi-goal game and every game the home team has won in fairly dominant fashion. So we've seen these series before and as as the team, as the lower seed, you have to hope that you will win the road game when it comes time to it in game seven. But right now the Bruins have to force the game seven first and win again at home. They did it twice, you know, over last weekend. But, um, you know, Carolina is a very good team. They're, 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 it's probably, you know, you look at Florida, Tampa, and Carolina, a lot of people consider still the three of the scariest teams in the league, and they're all kind of top-heavy in the Eastern Conference. The Eastern Conference playoffs are just loaded. I mean, 
like, like you, you guys are seeing Toronto right now. It's like, yeah, it doesn't get easier any round of these playoffs. Like, like all these teams are good. So it's going to be, it's going to be a gauntlet no matter who advances through any of these series, but Carolina is impressive. They're, they're really very tough, physical, fast team. So yeah. it'll take a lot for the Bruins to force it, but um, Hey, same, same boat as the lightning hoping to force a game seven by winning a game six at home. So, and we are in the same game boat. seven would be in Carolina. Back in Carolina. Yeah. Okay. Just, just I will so, say I, yeah. I'm rooting for the Bruins because because of you and I have no connection to the Hurricanes. Yeah. Well, the Hurricanes, New Jersey's are sweet. Like, I feel like they've yeah. totally rebranded they in have the past bit, few yeah. years and they look really cool. Yeah. And, and the Hurricanes, um, like for, for being in Carolina, uh, their fan base is is kind of nuts. So, like, like the stadium gets very, very loud. Like you can tell on TV when they get momentum that is a hard place to play, which it's like, it's kind of nice to see those markets like that doing well. Like I, I by no means am like, you know, a Carolina fan and I, and I, and I'm starting to dislike some of their players, you know, which, you which happens yeah. anytime in a seven game series. Right. Yeah. But, uh, you know, for a smaller market team, those are, those are the markets. I mean, you know about this in Florida, those are the markets that people are always calling to be relocated to, yeah, you know, when, so when, 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 when a rightfully, uh, attractive hockey market like Quebec or like so, you know some Canadian location or you know a north uh, north um, like a Midwest in the north location that's really hockey crazed like when 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 they start talking about adding a team it's always the Carolinas and the Floridas that they say oh get rid of that team right yeah. so it is nice to see markets like that still thrive but um, so yeah there you go the hockey playoffs are as you said anxiety ridden as always um, I I have one and, last thing yep to mention about the lightning maple leafs series and i think you could you could maybe guess what it is what would i hate about this oh, the uniform color Dude, uniform combinations is brutal this brutal. is maybe i'm not joking <laughs> you the worst color matchup i've ever seen in my life it probably yeah they are the exact same colors and yeah. hockey jerseys don't like go all white or go all blue yeah. they usually like do tops and bottoms are different yeah so this is legitimately one of. It's like watching an, an intra squad scrimmage. <laughs> like, totally, they are exactly the same. Yeah, they're cut like it's not even yeah. like an off shade of blue. Yeah, they are this. No. It's, and it's sad because I'm like, oh shoot, yeah. we have the exact same colors as another team, <laughs> yeah. and like I know, not our like third color. Like there's no third color on. Yeah, on neither the team bolts. has a third <laughs> color. <laughs> right. Yeah. We I mean bolts could go all black, but that's like a weird alternate. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So it's a. It's not a good color yeah. matchup, and hey, it's making me angry. Hey, hey uh, if if the Bruins are able to get out of the first round, currently their likely opponent would be the Pittsburgh Penguins, oh, and it would be wow. that all over again because that's the same exact thing as you just said. Yeah. The color shades are basically identical, so not a good bracket for for the colors. But bad color um, bracket. <laughs> but I will say before we move to the NBA, uh, just one point of you know on the NHL playoffs as a whole, and this is the what we see a lot. Um, to your point about it being the most anxiety, you know, the most anxious, the most tense, like the most exciting. Um, it, it's also in the product that you get w- with these series, right? Like Colorado is regarded as the best team in the league. They swept their first round series, but every other series, all seven other series in this league are three to two right now yeah. or two or two to two. Yeah. It's that's crazy. I mean, you just, you just don't see that often. It's just so exciting across the league always in the first round because any hockey team can win like like it's like it's so much different than other sports where you have a david and goliath situation you really almost never do in hockey yeah, so it's a good point do love that but um anything else on hockey no nah, let's move to on? basketball 
Alrighty, so NBA, uh, we just talked about the Celtics. I won't really talk much more about that series. It's just been a slugfest. I mean, Celtics and Bucks have similar to what you just talked about with Lightning and, and Maple Leafs, alternate trading off game for game. Nobody's won two straight. Celtics lost today and have to go on the road now to force a game seven uh, back at home if they can win in Milwaukee in game mm-hmm. six. So anything you want to talk about in that series? Otherwise, I'll probably um, skip that for now. But No, I think we yeah. just talked gen- as, as a whole. I'll say that series is of... I mean, they're all good. I, I'll just yeah. talk about it. I want to talk about them all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so starting, so in the East, we have obviously that Celtics Bucks series. We have the Heat and Sixers, which for the most part has been a lot, like a few blowouts in this series. But there, yeah. it's three to two uh, with Philadelphia hosting Game Six. I think tonight is that no tomorrow. I think um, yeah on the twelfth yeah tomorrow. So um, so yeah. So any thoughts? What, what are your thoughts on the Heat Sixers? You know, currently. My favorite thing, and I'm not following. It's been tough to, for me to follow basketball the past yeah. X amount of years because I'm a Magic fan, and they've yep. just been so bad for so long. But this is the first year, and I'm not paying that close attention to the actual games themselves, that I feel like I just am enjoying basketball playoffs as a mm-hmm. whole. Yeah. I'm not watching LeBron just steamroll teams, or like I'm not watching yep. um, like the Golden State Warriors just clearly be better than everyone else. The parody NBA is very good right now, and there are some really fun rivalries again. Like people hate each other again, which is, it's. I feel like it's been a long time since people really hated each other in the NBA. All the like Dwayne Wade and uh, Chris Paul and LeBron's all became best buddies, and there was like one or two people that they all hated rather than these actual rivalries. Like right now, I cannot get enough of. Luka Doncic and Devin Booker hating yeah. each other. Yeah, like, right. They hate each other's guts, and they're they're not just angry at each other. They're like talking crap to fans when they like you know yeah. you like dive for a ball and slide. And like he, they'll like look at the camera and be like, "Luka's such a flopper," or like <laughs> they are like trying to spread the bad word. Yeah, because yeah. of how much they hate this other person. Right. Um, and it's a good series. I mean, three it two is. Phoenix. Uh, I think that game's tomorrow too. Yeah, that um, yeah tomorrow. So, and I think Miami and 76ers have a bit of that because just Joel Embiid and Butler are very yeah. hot personalities. And, so, and former teammates. Butler had that stint in Philadelphia. And right, so, right, so, yeah, right. you, you've, got, uh, you've got a lot of, of subplots there. Yeah. I feel like there's and, less of that in Golden State Memphis. I know Ja had some issues. Ja Morant had some yeah. issues, and now he's out, which sucks. Yeah, that, uh, that is a, that's tough. I, it didn't seem like there was a ton of bad blood there, but uh, still an exciting series. But of course, Ja being out, uh, I, they're they're playing right now, I believe, actually, um, while we're recording here uh, this year. But uh, but yeah, so I think um, you know uh, it, it's funny too because even. So Golden State is a little bit dominant in these playoffs, I will say. Uh, they, they beat Denver in five, and they're you know potentially able to beat Memphis Memphis in five as well. But you're right, though, in that this is not a, the same feel. It's you know, not it's the not like same a feel super at all. Team, you know, it, it's the old. It's kind of like the older Warriors, who like it's hard to remember back to then, but people rooted for them. Yeah, like right. people rooted for the Warriors pre Kevin Durant and, until maybe the last run there when they won seventy three games. Then it was like okay. Like people were less into it, but like when that team was organic and homegrown and like was like, what the heck? The Warriors are like, the, like they they brought the, th- the three ball era to the NBA, and it was like, yeah. you know, th- they're kind of the ones who started all that, right? And so, right. um, you know, just the way that I I have to admit the way, it's so impressive with them, the way that a they 
you know, all those guys were homegrown and they built that team, you know, obviously their their core of, of Curry, Thompson and and Draymond Green. But now Jordan Poole is like a superstar. Yeah. Like out of nowhere. Like he's just like a twenty eighth pick or something. Like not think, like a I yeah, think Steve Kerr's a, a much better coach and like not just coach, but like I hate to use this term because it's so cheesy, but like coach of men. You know, like he yeah. basketball's yeah. A lot. Everyone, everyone can dunk. Everyone's really fast. Yeah. Everyone can shoot. Like, what you need is confidence. Like, you need yeah. to feel like you're the best player on the court in order to be that good. Yeah. And I think he kind of gets that out of people for and for you got to whatever yeah. reason. Yeah, and you got to buy in to what your team's doing. Confidence. Right. Uh, it's a blend of individual confidence and also, you know, team first um, buy in. You know, like, yeah. and, and that's a balance you have to walk right. Yeah. And I think that. There's a lot of people that probably chalk up Warriors to super team, you know, and like associate them. And when you talk about super teams, the coach often is like the afterthought. Right. But Mm -hmm. because of the Warriors excellence before and after that super team, like I think that's a gigantic credit to Steve Kerr in in his legacy anyway, especially if they win one um, without Kevin Durant. Who was the player that they got when they tanked that one season? Uh, You know, when they like had a terrible season. Um, if it was Jordan Poole, no, no, it, it uh, wasn't Jordan Poole because Jordan Poole was a was, was a like lower a 19th, pick. Yeah, right, it might have been um, it might have been Wiseman, um, okay. James Wiseman, who I, I uh, he, yeah, he's on the Warriors, so I don't, I'd have to check. Yeah, he was first round pick number two, so that had to have been him. Okay. Um, and he is good, but he's uh, I don't think he's certainly certainly Jordan Poole surpassed him pretty quick. Right. Um, but yeah, anyway, just uh, impressive stuff from the Warriors, and, and you know, overall, I, I, like I agree with you. Last year, right, we probably said on this podcast how Suns Bucks was fantastic for the league. Yeah. Like that was just a great thing to happen. And then Giannis wins and now they're on on a quest to repeat, you know, they're they're uh, on the brink of advancing to the conference finals again. But, you know, notably missing from the playoffs, right? We don't have LeBron and the Lakers, Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving losing right. the first round, right? Like you've got all these like no uh, Anthony Davis, no Kawhi, uh Kawhi and Paul George, like you were on the list of all the superstars. They didn't make the playoffs, let, let alone let alone make the finals. They didn't make yeah. the playoffs. The, there was a time when making the finals was a foregone conclusion. Like, right. you know, it was like LeBron's team's going to make it. And then like one of these two teams is going to make it. Right. like the Warriors or the Rockets. Right. Yeah. Like that was the state of the NBA for like three or four years, you know, um, and over a longer stretch, like in general, it was a pretty good bet that LeBron would make it. And, you know, these yeah. other stars would be there. But truly, like it was like a guarantee, like. LeBron's team in the East and the Warriors or the Rockets in the West, right. maybe the Thunder one of those years. But like, <laughs> so I, I think, um, you know, it's come a long way since then. And the NBA has to be thrilled about that. So, yeah. But uh, um, And I will say, I know who's going to win the finals. Do you? Yeah. Who? So remember when I told you I made those bets, those futures mm, bets a long time yep. ago, and then they canceled betting in Florida. Oh, so, they bet. yep. so I bet on the Rams to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, they won for like 20 bucks would have made 500 bucks or whatever. Yep. And I bet on the, can you guess? Phoenix Suns. Phoenix Suns. Yep. Also to go. win the NBA. So, yeah, so that's so a bucket. So clearly they're going to win, and yep. I, I will have lost $1,500. <laughs> yeah. Purely just. Wow. That's yeah. a tough break. It's but a tough that break. That does sound yeah. like what's going to happen. If so. I would have bet in Vegas or bet on Bovada or bet on <laughs> any other app that still exists. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I, I would put, you should put money on them right now. I might, I should. Yeah. Probably Do they should. have sports betting at the um, no. casino in Boston? No, unfortunately not. 
Um, it's, it's in the, I heard something about it getting, it, it took another step toward being legalized, but there was a bunch of controversy. I guess Massachusetts put forth like a proposal and the proposal cuts out DraftKings and like makes it so that it's only like a state sponsored thing. Oh, totally. That's what Florida did. Right. That's but DraftKings is, yeah, but like DraftKings is, is based here and like people yeah. did not receive that news. Well, it's like you're cutting out the, 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 the company that is actually doing that here. Right. And is grown here, right? Huh. So I don't know, but that that's not finalized. But I read an article about that, so we'll see. Still no, still no betting here, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. But so um, I'll, well, I'll take you, a road if, trip. If and you put live some in a place, or, if you live in a place that has betting, or you're offshore somehow, <laughs> bet on the Suns to win the finals. Just trust it me. is a fact. Yes, yes. the universe. Um, I know how the universe works. <laughs> the Suns will win. And this is it. <laughs> yeah. um, so anything else in NBA? No, Calling the Suns. So we move into move into our last. You want to call anyone to win it? You got to call the Celtics. Oh well, I mean, I mean, I have to have confidence in the Celtics, but um, you know, putting aside the Celtics, I I honestly would. Well, all right, I do lean toward the Suns if I'm picking a non-Celtics team, but I'll go with the Warriors for the sake of having a a different pick because I think the I I think that would be a fantastic Western Conference Final, the Suns and the Warriors. Oh, it'd be great. Um, so I will go with the Warriors simply for. Having an opposing pick, my real pick is the Celtics, but yes. then gotta have yeah. Celtics. So, so you're gonna pick three teams. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna pick the Celtics, you know, the Suns, and maybe Miami, Dallas, Memphis, <laughs> Philadelphia, or Milwaukee too. I'm not yeah, sure. <laughs> but uh, cool. So uh, moving to our last sports topic, which is football, kind of, kind of. Um, so Tom Brady retired. My quarterback. Your quarterback. My old quarterback. Your current quarterback. <laughs> retired. Came back forty days later. Is back like is is is, back. An, is an NFL quarterback is practicing like, yeah right as yeah as, they as, do. as NFL quarterbacks do practice you know get ready for the season yes and also from time to time sign a ten year three hundred seventy five million dollar deal to be an NFL analyst for after some, they're done playing some unknown time <laughs> after that he's done yes it was a so weird reveal that that is more money than he's made in his NFL career. It's thirty million something a year. Yeah, it's double. For Ten Tony, years. It's double what Tony Romo makes. Yeah, and like he's, I mean, Tony Romo's not that good. I don't think he deserves eighteen million, but like, but he, but yeah, I mean, thirty something million to call football games. Mine, I mean, I'm pumped. Crazy, crazy from to me now. Okay, so, um, first of all. Still, kind of a weird thing. It's 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 weird to me. Like these things that I don't know. Ho- hopefully, for your sake, Brady is still excellent and like you I'm know is also the old Brady. Out. These are weird things. <laughs> like, these are weird like, things. I, I said this before that I They're felt the retirement brand. was weird. They're off brand. The retirement off I felt was weird. It's like what this like this guy like made the choice to hang them up and then reverse that. That's not his DNA. Like that's not his character. And now. This like signing a deal on like your post NFL plan is weird to me. Like, like, I don't know. Maybe it's just like from having followed Brady for so long, him doing anything other than focusing on winning right now is just weird. And, and, and yes. I know that that's an unrealistic expectation that we hold him to. Right. Yeah. Like, like he, he's, he's human. Like he's not like, you know, but it, it just a side note, it feels weird to me. Now, now that said, I am excited when that time comes to hear him in the booth. I think that I think he'll provide great analy- uh, analysis, 
But I don't know. What, what's your initial reaction other than being excited for when that time comes? Um, I also agree it's weird. Um, it makes me... Uh, I, I thought this was going to be his final year anyway, mm-hmm. uh, but I don't see him playing two or three more years and then right. just jumping into his 10-year contract. <laughs> right. uh, maybe he does, but yeah. I, it's just... I agree with you. The We're getting... T- tossed around a lot in the past couple months yeah yeah. like i feel and i and i i'm so happy he's back and i would he could do whatever he wants he could literally show up and take a knee every every game well (laughs) at least he came back we tried (laughs) um but it feels it almost feels like this year is not like you're right he's like not focused like he's just he's almost playing out of spite you know like someone yeah. revealed that he was going to re- get retired like retire and he was going to and yeah. now he's like you know what screw those people i'm back i'm gonna play another year while doing all this other stuff while dropping my brady brand and starting my yep. my new clothing line a lot while of that signing stuff too. Yeah. 30 300 million dollar contract to be an announcer afterwards while maybe becoming an owner of the dolphins while doing yeah. all this other stuff yeah, that's and true. And also, I'm going to try to win a Super Bowl because why not? Yeah, like right. he's just going to show up and almost win a Super Bowl. Yeah, and it's going to be the third, fourth most important thing on his list, and probably the third most money, like where his, like the third lowest, yeah, where his money comes <laughs> yeah. from. You know, right. yeah. So right, it, it, it yeah, it's strange, but he can do it, he, and I'm he here can. for it. He he can, um, yeah, he uh, no nobody would. Nobody is ever going to be at the point again to to bet against Brady in their right mind. You know, right. he can do it. It's just, it, yeah, I, I guess the, the only way you can really put it is, is, is it feels weird. Like, like it feels like it, like we're just so used to him having such laser focus and like it has crept up over the years with like his brand and business and stuff. But this feels like a, ne- a new level, right? Like with yes. all the things you just mentioned, like that's way more than we normally say, which is basically limited to like TB12, like it's usually been limited to his TB12 business. And now it's like, there's a lot of stuff going on yeah. in his life. Right. Well, um, so, but whatever the case, he, he is back and he's playing, um, you know, the, the last thing about that though, from the Fox standpoint of giving this contract um, to your point, Romo makes whatever, like much less than this. Yeah. And, and I, I would have to go back and look, I don't know this, but I assume that they gave Romo that contract after everybody loved him in the booth. Like, you know, they, they, I, I'm guessing they didn't come ten, out like ten years in the booth without a, a test ever, without ever having been in the booth because like, it's so different. He may suck. Yeah, I don't he, think he will. It's, it's it's possible that he does, right? Yeah. And here's the thing: Are they gonna absolutely demolish records for the first game that Brady's the analyst for? Yes, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. But what about in like years like? Two through ten, <laughs> like, yeah. like, are people still going to be tuning in just to just because Brady's the analyst? Like, I well, really, really thing. doubt like, that. Are you going to watch one football game over another five years from now because Tom Brady is the announcer? Like, does yeah. anyone choose right a game based on the announcers? I mean, maybe people do, but I never have. No, I, I don't. I don't think yeah, anyone I prefer, does. Prefer right? some over now, the other. Now, but. now, I guess you have to consider that these are these are angled at the neutral fan, right? So, like yeah. over time, the broadcast becomes really appealing, and you have like warm and positive thoughts about a broadcast, right? Like you, you like if if you close your eyes and picture like Sunday Night Football with Al Michaels and Chris Collinsworth, like does that give you an emotion, right? Like they've yeah. built their brand of what that broadcast is. So, I guess it's a long term thing. But like ultimately, they don't know if Brady's going to deliver that. Like you know what I mean? Like 
it's hard. We sit yeah. here and, and talk on this podcast, and we've been doing it for a long time, and still aren't like perfect. <laughs> exactly. And exactly. We've, we've both called football games and and yeah in college and in other sporting events. Yeah, it's hard as hell. It's it is. really really difficult. It is. You can't just like. And I played football, and it's hard. It you can't yeah. just be an athlete. Yeah. And know the game, and also comment on it as it's going on in a way people enjoy and, and can digest. It's true. It's true. I mean, I mean, pe- like th- there have been analysts on there before that people give a hard time, no matter who, how good of a player they were. If they're, if they stink as an analyst, people are going to not like, they're not going to, they're going to let you hear it, you know? Yeah. And like, uh, Tony Romo, the, who's the Cowboys guy who sucked the tight end? Uh, oh, uh, uh, Jason Witten. Jason Witten. Yeah, Jason Witten was, was horrible. So bad. But he was such a good. He was a great he was NFL. Great player. NFL player, Hall of Famer. And, but he was a horrible uh, color commentator, yeah. and it was like everyone was like, "Oh, this guy stinks!" Like, good thing he, they didn't. He, give he him... went back into the NFL. Right. Like, after <laughs> he, got, he, he, he was like, laughed, "I can't do this." He got laughed back into the NFL. <laughs> How? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and they they could have given him 10, 10 years. Exactly. Yeah, and like ten years. And, and and again, just looking at the flip side with Romo, it's like Tony Romo was not like this quarterback that everyone revered. I mean, like he's, he was known, he was well known and he was a good quarterback like for Dallas for a long time, but he was not someone like, Oh, Holy crap. Tony Romo's the color, the color analyst. It's like, Oh, Tony Romo's there. Let's see if he's any good. And then people liked that. He was really good. Right. Yeah. So it, we'll see how it goes, but it's definitely interesting that, uh, they dished that out right away. Right. So. And, and this is all hypothetical because I do think he's going to be great. Like, yeah, I think I, he's, I, yeah, he studies enough film. He's a personable guy. I, yeah. I think. I, I think a lot of people probably go in thinking that their football knowledge will carry them, mm-hmm. when in fact, like you need to prepare. You need to be able to recognize players on the fly. You need yeah. to be able to recognize plays and and like storylines. And I think he does. If he prepares anything like he does for a football game, he'll I think be, he'll be. I think he'll. Yeah. All that said, I agree with you. I think he'll yeah. be fantastic at that job. It's just. It's just. It's. It's interesting that that and that's Gronk you know, on sometimes. That came here. Yeah. 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 Very true. Um. So, anything else on sports? No. I'm. We've got a very. We didn't even this announce it at the beginning, but we have a very exciting announcement right now. This is exciting. This is very exciting. So, this is. It's. It, what we're about to show you has reached its its actual maturity at this point. Yes. We. It's we've actually spent, arrived. We've spent a lot of time workshopping this. <laughs> we've been in the gym, shooting around, trying to get it right. And I think yes. we're, we're if we're there, we're, if this we're isn't it, I don't know what is. There, there was a one episode holdover sound effect and that, that was the Cam Newton for the Patriots. Right. Like that's, that's the metaphor. Because well, I don't want this, I don't that, want this to be our Mac Jones. Well, now. well, okay. Just, I'm just the bridge part. Right. The, that sound effect was the bridge. This sound effect is the future. Right. So we, we finally have, ladies and gentlemen. What we believe is a good sound effect. <laughs> yeah, it's true. If not average, maybe good. Yeah, I, I it's definitely somewhere in not the average bad. to good it's, range. This is definitely not a bad sound effect for sliding Agreed. to our DMs. Agreed, definitely not. So, so Derek, hit him with the new one. Okay. All right. I mean. That'll it, do the trick. I think it's pretty good. I think it's pretty good. I think it's pretty good. It's better than the like grainy trap music we yeah. had yeah. earlier. You know, the problem was like that that trap song was like that. The name of the song was like down in the DMs. So, like, right. like, so you search for How a song did, and it's like, you know, 
But you, but credit to you, you remember the you you recognize the lyric in a Lizzo song that was like, yes. oh, this Wait, is I'm like, work. I'm like she says in the DMs, yeah, very clearly, right, as opposed to mumbling it, <laughs> as opposed to like a song from the '90s with like sirens in the background and some guy with marbles in his mouth saying in down in the DMs. So I think this is an upgrade. I think it is too. Um, yeah, so I'm yeah, happy I think we did it. So, uh, so for the inaugural sound effect uh, section on DM questions, slide into our DMs. We have an anonymous question, and we have a question from Sean C. So we'll start with anonymous, um, and this one's a doozy. This so, is this is a very good question, and yeah. I have thoughts on it. Okay. So the anonymous question is: Could a ghost and a zombie exist of the same person, and presumably? additional note there at the same time right so the idea is could you be a ghost and see yourself as a zombie trudging around eating brains and stuff and be like how embarrassing i what am i doing (laughs) right (laughs) Right? because here's another here's part of it and kelsey brought this up is ghosts can be good and bad right ghosts can be nice ghosts can be mean ghosts can be neutral zombies are almost uniformly bad yeah there are no so, good zombies right. can you be like a good ghost watching your bad zombie self and be like apologizing like i'm so sorry right i don't mean to eat you and so first of all let's uh, answer the yeah. question so could a yeah. ghost and a zombie exist at the same person at the same time derek i'm gonna say yes okay. i think the, the scenario you're describing i subscribe to i think that can happen because i think yeah, okay. Uh, I'll elaborate more. What's your what's your answer? I'm also going to say yes. I want to say no. My my gut tells me to say no because there's too many variables. But I think I just have to say yes. I think I have to say yes. Yeah. So my where I logically land on saying yes is that the ghost is separate from the body, right? Like so right. the ghost and the body can exist. Right. And I think that the body is really all you need to have a zombie. Like right. so like the zombie is being the body's being controlled by some other uh entity. That's my my not the person. thought as well. A zombie like, typically is a disease or a parasite mm-hmm. or a something that controls the dead body. Yes, right. Yes. Right. If you define a zombie or if you define yeah, if you define the zombie that way, like as being as the dead body is being controlled by this whatever, yes. like demon or force or whatever, whatever it is, virus, um, then that's how you do it. Now, that said, what, what we're then sacrificing in this argument is that we are now saying that zombies like possess no piece of the person's consciousness whatsoever. None. Right. Zero. So- like. So could a zombie be cured in that scenario? No. No. Because the ghost is the soul? What is a ghost? I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. I guess that's a good question. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the ghost is the soul, right? I guess. What is the soul? the brain is is still in the body. Way deeper than I thought. The brain is still in the body. So like, if the brain was still there. Are we pivoting to philosophy? Like, is the the human, is the consciousness the brain? or Or are you the soul? Right. Well, yeah. It was really when when you asked if the zombie could be cured, it it just twisted me into a pretzel, like because <laughs> yeah. like the because like the like 
like I don't I don't know like if we it, like I guess no because because they're, they're ghost dead. can't a ghost can't be turned back into a human right 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 so yeah 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 but there's so by the, under theory, that premise there's you couldn't cure the zombie is the ghost the thing that keeps like do you, or could you ever die oh you know listen to this could you die for like ten minutes. And your ghost is created and then come back to life through like defibrillator or something. You know, people like die for yeah, a round of minutes. Right. Yeah. Does your ghost go back into you or does your ghost. <laughs> or is it out there somewhere? Yeah. Are you copying your own ghost? You're like, yeah. You're like, oh, shit. You have like a split consciousness. Right. Huh. Hmm. I, I don't know the answer to that question. But I guess the other question on the zombie front is um, I guess we're, we're, we're making the assumption that, that zombies are. We made this assumption that it's a that it's a dead body being controlled, right? Sure. But like, are zombies definitely actually dead? Like, like so so a person like in in when you see zombies being created, right? It's because the person was infected, right? Right. And becomes a zombie. Like you don't see a human who died as a human, like become a zombie, right? Typically. Sometimes, I don't think or do sometimes they. there's like there's different types of zombies because there's like the zombies that reach out of the ground and right home. right and right that's true. like those right those are like infernal beings those are like yeah. devil zombies yeah, versus yeah, yeah, yeah. parasite zombies maybe there's different types of zombies yeah I, I think there are yeah so yeah I'm 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 gonna stick with yes <laughs> stick yes. with yes and and think of it as a very funny concept as if yeah. Like, you or I died, and we were became zombies. But our ghosts were like, "Dude, look at us right now! How embarrassing <laughs> are we? Like, look at us running around town, half naked, banging into walls because we can't use yep. a doorknob. Like, just yep. what have we? Become? Yeah, that would be that would be that would be embarrassing. I agree with that. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. So, hopefully, anonymous is satisfied with the uh, with the discourse on that yeah. question. The so, answer is yes. The answer is is a is a unanimous yes. Yes. Um. Cool. So uh, Sean C. asks the second question, which is also a very good question. Yeah. Favorite second tier holiday and favorite third tier holiday. So that's the question. Favorite second tier holiday and favorite third tier holiday. And we we, the most important thing to establish here is what the first tier holidays are. Yes. Christmas, Easter, Thanksgiving, Halloween, Fourth of July straddles the line. Fourth of July is close, but I'm going to say first tier. And St. Patrick's Day tra- straddles the line. Mm. I think St. Patrick's Day may be second tier. I think St. Patrick's Day has to be second tier. It has to be second so, tier. Like, so I, I, maybe this may be an unpopular take. I don't know. But I I, I kind of think that the line was way higher up. Like, like I hardcore hesitated on Halloween being a first tier holiday. Halloween's clearly like, a first tier holiday. Like, <laughs> so, I mean, I don't I don't know. Like so I so Christmas and Thanksgiving are obvious. Thanksgiving is not obvious. If think, Halloween's I, not obvious, Thanksgiving is not obvious. Well, I I think everyone gets Thanksgiving off for the most part, I think. Getting off is your bar. Like, well, it's it's a it's a part of the bar, I think. Okay. Um, Halloween, nobody gets time off for Halloween. So, so that, that's a big detriment for me in the holiday factor. I mean, it's um, a fair point, but it's wrong. You're wrong. So all, all I'm saying is I, I definitely lean toward Halloween being a second tier more. But but this is where the question is difficult because right. what's your favorite second tier and favorite third tier? 
I, I, it's really hard for me to figure out what the third tier is unless there's a clear knowing of the second tier. Third tier um, is, is pretty obvious. Third tier is like Arbor Day, President's right. Day, probably Memorial Day, right? probably some others. Yeah, I'm looking at a list here. Um, Valentine's Day is second tier. Yeah, New Year's yep, Eve that makes is probably sense. New Year's Eve's probably second tier. New Year's Eve second tier, I think. Maybe third um, tier, but probably second tier. Mm, I, yeah, I would call it second tier. Um, so, uh, my favorite second tier holiday. I'm gonna so oh um, Memorial Day also uh, was on the line, but I think what do you think? I think second tier for Memorial Day. Oh yeah, Memorial Day is not first tier. Yeah. No chance. No, no, sorry. I meant the line between second and third. Um, oh, um, I would say but, Memorial Day is second tier. I think it's second. Um, again, some of these depend, right? Like if where where you end up where you end up putting Fourth of July, right? I know you just had that on the line between first and second. Um, you know, if the, if Fourth of July becomes second, can Memorial Day be second, right? Like so, yeah. There's there's some tough questions there. You just got to um, make your pick and and stick with it. I know. So my all right, I'm gonna say um, my favorite third tier holiday i'm i'm looking at a list here of all cinco the holidays and trying to pick no. cinco de mayo is a pretty good pick that's a good pick um uh, here's a here's a hot take for third tier holiday yeah april fool's day april that's a hot take that's because i think april you, you can actually is do third, something fun i think you know? it is third tier it definitely is third tier but it's fun and goofy it is fun it is fun i enjoy it People I live with don't enjoy it because I enjoy it. That is a direct, enjoy, that's you a direct enjoy, correlation. Right, if you enjoy, <laughs> if you, exactly, direct correlation to how much you enjoy April Fool's Day to yeah. how much people around you don't. <laughs> uh, yeah, right. All right, I think I have my third tier holiday chosen. Okay, Pearl Harbor Day. I'm going to submit... Um, <laughs> I'm going to submit Patriot's Day as my third tier holiday. Oh, that's um, so classic it's very stup- boston stupid good answer it, it, it works for me as the as the third tier holiday the to pick. Yeah, um, <laughs> so the second tier is hard um for those who don't know it, uh patriots day is a boston oh yes, right. holiday it's the holiday that is the marathon Monday. marathon so Monday, when yeah. boston marathon is run yep. it's patriots day and everyone in boston gets the day off and the red sox play at six in the morning and <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And, pretty uh, much it, yeah it's just you're, it's a full day of drinking it's just a lot of fun so uh, yep. it's a good pick but a very you yeah. specific. <laughs> yeah. um so then for my second tier um i'll probably i'll probably go with memorial day for my second tier because of really the weekend i think just like kicks off summer it's like kind of i'm gonna go with yeah, that so that's fine all right i'm gonna stick for my i think third tier i'm gonna stick with april fool's day Nice. I, like I just that. enjoy it. or Arbor Day because for whatever reason I just enjoy yeah. Arbor Day. Um, is St. Patrick's Day second tier? I think it's a second tier. I don't think St. Patrick's Day can rise up to first tier. I'm gonna say St. Patrick's Day is my okay, second, nice. favorite second tier holiday. Yeah. Yeah. Or um, uh, Super Bowl Sunday. Does that count? Is that third tier? Not really a holiday, but it could kind that could count as third tier if we want to call it that borderline because it's not it's yeah maybe it's not fourth tier it's not a holiday but third tier is like by definition like some of the borderline holidays right, right. like so I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with uh, April Fool's Day is third tier and St Patrick's yep. Day is second tier Final there you answer. go nice good picks good picks all right so thank you Sean C for the question 
and let us know what your second and third uh, tier holidays picks are. Um, let us yeah. know. See if you if agree you or disagree with us. Ones. Any crazy third tier holidays. So, anything else for the DMs? Any, no, any other sir. final comments? Just, All right. Just really proud of our our new sound effects. So, yeah, agreed. Agreed. Just it's it's a new era. So. <laughs> Um, brings us into the miscellaneous portion of the episode, which we have uh, a big one to start off here. Is that is that right? Huge, breaking, gigantic, breaking Taco Bell news. Derek, always nice, always nice. So, Taco Bell news: the Mexican pizza is back. Wow, Derek, did you know it was gone? No, but a lot of people huge in, in America did. A lot of people in America knew it was gone. There was a grassroots movement to bring it back. Celebrities got involved. Doja Cat got involved. There were some very high up people, very important people on this planet pushing to get the Mexican pizza back. I will say, I like the Mexican pizza. I like that option from Taco Bell. Was it my always order? No. Was it my sometimes order? Yes. There you go. Yeah, it's as been gone. It, as long as it's sometimes order. It's been yeah. gone for years, for yeah. years and years, and they finally wow. brought it back. And you know when it returns? When May nineteenth. May nineteenth. Days. That's from very now. soon. That's very soon. Next Wednesday, Derek. That's huge. The Mexican pizza returns. Have you ever That's had one? Huge. I don't think I have. No. It's well, not, not from Taco Bell. So. It is legitimately no joke. A Crunchwrap Supreme without the wrap on it. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds right. That sounds right. (laughs) Um, It's nice. I think it has refried beans, which I like. It's a. -hmm. I'm gonna have to try to remember exactly what it what it what was on it. But man, are people excited? How how big is how big is it? Is like an individual usually? It's like the size of a like a. All right. If you flatten a (laughs) crunchy taco. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. The the crunchy taco flattened. Yeah. Okay. 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 Yeah. And two and two um two crunchy tacos, so it's like legit. I think two. Yeah, I think two. I have, it's been a while. It's been a long yeah. time. All right. Well, uh, I have to get it again. Eight days, you'll be able to eight test days it out. Away. Again, so apparently, so. I will say this: I'm usually a big Taco Bell news guy, but this one isn't as excited exciting for me as it is for other people. Like, yeah, this is this the rare. A, this is the rare like. <laughs> I'm like, why is everyone so desperate to get this Mexican pizza back? Like, Taco Bell <laughs> releases a new item every day. Yeah. Like, there's a new random thing coming out every day, and this is like the thing. You're this is the hell for. they want that everyone wants yeah. to die on. Yeah. Um, it's good. I think it just became like a meme, and now yeah, right, right, right. So, um, yeah. hey, more power to them. I'm gonna have yeah, one. exactly. I'm, People I'm recognize they got they have the power to bring it back. So, right. So there you go. So there's your Taco Bell news for for today. Taco Bell news. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Um. All right. Next. Uh. Next segment here is uh another one of your favorites. Another one of my favorites. I don't want to take two in a row unless you've got. Do you have one? Uh. For this. No, I don't. I don't. But uh, no, no, I don't. But let's do it. Let's do it. All it's, right. This is this is a well known section. Cozy book corner. Okay, Derek, you have you you are completely off the book train. I'm assuming uh, the book train is 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 stopped at the is at the station. It's, it's broken down. It, the the mechanics out of town. So where where <laughs> did the book train stop? You were it's, you were I, 
I know. talking such a big game. I know. I'm actually, I'm, I actually am currently reading a book, but it's like for work, and it's like a, it's like a, it's like a leadership book. So it's, oh. I don't really count it. But once I finish it, I can get, I will give an update on it. But it's not really a, it's, it doesn't count as the book train. So I'm not going to represent it as such. Yeah, so. that's just yeah a book. It's like a <laughs> book Uber of Uber. <laughs> just getting you from A to B. Yeah. No fun. On, no fun in that book Uber. Um, so I read recently a Paragon which is spelled A-P-E-I-R-O-G-O-N. It's um, the actual term, the word, is a, it's a shape with infinite sides. Hmm, okay. That's what a paragon actually is. Um, it's written by Colin McCann, who wrote one of my favorite books of all time, uh, Let the Great World Spin. Um, Colin McCann is an Irish writer. He's a beautiful writer, really, really... Um, I, I'm reading more of his books just purely because I like the way he writes. He, he's also one of those like everything is connected writers. Like I'm going to write about something and tell you about the bird walking down the street <laughs> and then eight chapters later tell you about how the bird flew in front of the main character's face and then 15 right, right. chapters later tell you about how the bird circled over the house that they walked into. Like just yep. everything is connected, all of these intertwining and he's very good at it, very, very good at it. So if you like that kind of stuff, he's the guy to read. This book itself, I didn't love. Um, it's about the Israeli-Palestinian conflict. Two guys, and uh, they lose their daughters. Uh, one's Israeli, one's Palestinian. And they basically join forces, talk around the world about the conflict and how it's more about how their own countries are wrong rather than like feeding the fire that is this this battle between each other um so it's really like really deep really painful really sad super well written um it's just a lot Uh, do you know guess how many chapters are in this book there's there's 400 Mm. something pages guess how many chapters it has hmm uh i'm trying to figure out if this is going to be high or low (laughs) um i'm going to go with 10 it has 1,000 chapters. What? <laughs> yes. There's only 400 it, pages? Exactly. There's legitimately two to three <laughs> chapters per page. It is, it is nuts. That's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. <laughs> and he's he was clearly trying to... It's clearly like art within art. Like he's yeah. trying to manipulate the words on the page to also show something. Right. And it's it's just too much. Yeah. It's just... And it's right, too right, jumpy. Right. And like I really, really appreciate the effort and all of the individual like chapters are interesting and important and they're like one line long, but they mean a lot. Right, right. But it's just too much. Mm. It was just too much. Um, so if you want to read a more coherent but similar vibe book by um, Colin McCann, instead of A Paragon, you should read Let the Great World Spin. Mm, Highly okay. recommend that book. That's a five-star book in my book. Um, this is uh, 71... A Paragon is 71% Steve Nicholas Avocados. Okay. Well-written very sad and, and i learned a lot about um that conflict yep. but just too hard to follow yeah too hard to follow well written but a thousand chapters yes so. well written but <laughs> one thousand no joke one thousand and they went yeah. up to 500 and then down to zero. Oh wow yeah wow, I mean, he was weird. trying something he was trying yeah. something yeah yeah which i respect but i just couldn't yeah couldn't grasp right, it all right gotcha so there you go a 71 percenter but uh also a five star, five star, or so yeah. you got uh, to uh, uh, eat this, not that. Read yeah. this, not <laughs> yeah. that. Nice. 
Um, so that'll do it for Cozy Book Corner. Brings us into a couple of uh, Netflix topics before we get to the final drive. So first one uh, was big news for a lot of people who are um, big time fans of this show, which mm-hmm. is Ozark. Yes. Um, now, I think that we probably talked about this when Ozark season uh, or season four, part one came out. Yes. Um, because Netflix did this decision that is becoming more common where they split their final season in two. Um, is that for any particular reason or is it just I did learn why um, okay. it's actually really mostly because of the award season. <laughs> um, oh. So they basically double dip in their ability to win awards really um, by by having uh, Ozark season four uh, part one was eligible for one year's um, uh, one of the uh, TV Emmy Awards. Right. Grammys or Emmys or, or something. I think it's Emmys. Um, and then part two is later in the year. So it qualifies for the following. Wow. Um, so and they'll, will they call it uh, I think Ozark season two part or Ozark season four part two season four part two. I Wind. think. Yeah. Oh, interesting. I think. Well, they might. I think when they announce it, they just say Ozark. But technically, it's for that part of the season. Yeah. So that I don't know if I like that as a as a as a, yeah, uh, as, a as a common thing. But I guess I'm OK with it with with people doing it for very anticipated final seasons. Like, fine, yeah. whatever. Anyway, um, I enjoy the wait. Yeah, the the wait honestly was kind of nice, and and like yeah. it, it gives you another a new thing to be excited about. Yeah. wasn't a drastically long wait; it was a few months, you know. So yeah. I think, Perfect. um, but anyway, so uh, you have not finished this yet, correct? No, I have not. I'm halfway through yeah. part two of season four. Right. <laughs> so, I'm like, um, three but, episodes in of season four, part yeah. two. Um, so we won't we'll avoid the the plot here to avoid spoilers because you know it did come out pretty recently, and it's a Netflix show, so many people might not have actually watched it. But on my end. Um, I thought fantastic final part of this series. Um, it is a from what I've read, it is the final. That is the ending of the series. Um, I thought they did an, an excellent job um, bringing this together. You know, they still continue to just like make all of the characters so like that they, they evoke such emotion in you, yeah. <laughs> like like every character in this show really. Um, so I think they do an excellent job again in the final part, and uh, very high ratings for me. So. Um, what are your initial impressions right now watching the first half of, of this final Yeah, part? without giving anything away, because I haven't seen it, but I, I sit there and watch each episode. I'm like, this this show is such a well-done TV show. Like, I watch the camera angles and the slow movement and the, like, the, the scenery and the lighting and the mm-hmm. acting. I'm just like, this could be about anything, and it would probably still yeah. be good yeah. because it's so well-produced and well-directed. Like, whatever they're doing is good television. Yeah. It's just good. The story itself somehow has not fully gone off the rails. It sort of is, but like there's still kind of a linear storyline that makes sense and is enjoyable, which makes this whole thing work yeah. is that it's a really good, well-produced show and the story is good. Yeah. So I'm excited to finish it. I'm sad yeah. it's over, but I think it, it, it definitely had a good run and like, these people are living on the edge. They've been living on the edge for four seasons. Like it's about <laughs> yeah, time right. something. You got, you, you, yeah. yeah, you gotta. You, you sort of have to respect the shows that know where to draw the line. Like you can't just draw this out for eight seasons. It's right. not exactly like, oh, a premise that works that well, way. Another, another, you know? another uh, <laughs> Car- uh, cartel, cartel boss. boss. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> right. Um, the other thing, the last thing before moving on about this is that, um, just like more specifically, when I talk about the characters that evoke emotion. Like really, when it comes down to it, like Marty and Wendy as the main characters, like it it feels like basically at every turn of this show, 
there is a point at which you as a viewer either drastically agree or drastically disagree with what they've chosen to do. Yeah. You know, but like, and I just feel like not a lot of shows have that because like shows typically have plots that are either predictable enough or like straightforward enough that like it's pretty obvious when it's like the right or wrong decision. But when they, in most of the, in all their interactions with these cartel members and stuff, it's just like so interesting that you can like look at every decision point and be like, I agree with that. Or I thought that was stupid or like, you know, things like yeah, that, but not unrealistic, so, you know, it's not right. Like, right. I just, I just know, don't know how I could or w- could not do that. Right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, so there you go. Uh, definitely. If you're an Ozark fan and, and did not realize that part two came out, certainly go watch it. Or uh, if you're, if you haven't watched Ozark at all, I definitely recommend it as a series. Um, we'll give you a lot of, of watching, you know, that will, you know, four seasons worth of, of good yeah. TV. So Ozark's great. Totally worth yeah. it. Um, last one here you have, uh, I did see one episode of this show, but oh, I'll good. let you introduce it because it seems like you might've watched it more. No, um, no, is it one. cake? Okay. Derek, yeah. Is it cake? <laughs> is it cake? <laughs> is it cake? So is it cake? <laughs> An absurd show. <laughs> absurd, but weirdly addicting. Like <laughs> I turned it on as a joke, like, like, Oh, let me see if I could tell if it's cake. The first one, yeah. like, let me just see if I could tell. And I, I, Clearly, obviously, fast forwarded through any of the talking points, got right yeah. to the cake. You, did you watch a full episode? I did. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I, I legitimately just fast forwarded through everything until they <laughs> yeah. were showing the the yeah. four non cakes and one cake, and I was like, yeah. that one's cake. Uh, turns out I'm pretty good at telling <laughs> nice, cake. Nice, yeah. Um, but it's a apparently I read an article about it. So Netflix is losing a ton of subscribers, and it's bleeding cash, and yeah. Um, what is it? The the Stranger Things season four or three or yep. four cost like thirty million dollars an episode, Jeez. like yeah. something crazy. And is it cake? Is like a hundred bucks an episode. <laughs> it's like, and it's yeah. and it's rival. It's legit one of the most popular things on the on the <laughs> platform right now. And so someone was saying like, it's not about these like monster blockbusters. Like everyone loves yeah. those, but like you need to find good entertaining television and stop right. just churning out garbage yeah and is it cake is garbage but it's at least fun and funny <laughs> and apparently it's like is it cake could like change the outlook of netflix for years yeah. to come because right they're like we need to capitalize on shit like is yeah it cake that costs right? ten dollars <laughs> and everyone loves yeah no it's true and i mean we, we've seen them uh, start to dip into the reality TV genre, and this Terrible. is like they need to get away know, from that. Well, well, right, but but uh, but it's a similar line of thought in like the lower cost, yeah, right? Like, like the the things that cost less to produce, and so this is now a shift into the game, kind of like a game show like vibe a little bit, you yeah. know? Even I'm though it's not a traditional game show. I am wildly surprised, and uh, not this is kind of off topic, but they just came out with um trivia a uh, trivia. Crack oh, something. I saw that too. I saw that as well. It's yeah. terrible. It's yeah. really stupid. It's like cartoony. But like, how have they not yeah. worked in interactive? Like, how is there yeah. not a Daily Jeopardy on right. Netflix? Like, yeah. how is there not that? Like, how hard yeah. would it be to just click your on your remote and pick right? One, or know? like, uh, or or uh, like, like Jackbox, Jackbox right. Party Pack, like cut into their market share. Like, how yeah. like, using Netflix, everyone like there'd be so many things you could have. You know. Right. And like, it I agree. Have to be wild, like it can start small. Like start with yeah. like. Well, I think that yeah, I guess that's what they're doing with that trivia one. It's just, doing, it's, it's just way too small. <laughs> it's way too small. It's it's really not, and it's not. Yeah, it's stupid. It's, it's just stupid. <laughs> it's more of like, oh look, we've made a mini TV show. Yeah. Like you're gonna save the princess, but also answer no, just yeah, 
give me trivia. There's like, yeah, give me a hundred right, trivia questions right. a day and I'll come <laughs> yeah. every day. I'll show up yeah. at five o'clock every day and, and do my hundred trivia questions. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, it's, it's, yeah. it's not that hard. I feel like they're overthinking yeah. everything. I agree. I agree. So, uh, so there you go. Is it cake? Maybe the savior of Netflix. So yeah. Or let me pick if it's cake or not. Right. Give yeah, me true. the option on true. screen. Yeah. And, oh, and, great point. And give me great a percentage point. that I can send to my friends give like Wordle. rewards if you get it like, right. Like if I, you know how, did you get into Wordle and start sending it to your friends? Yeah, 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 yeah. What if you, every day you picked if it was cake or not? Yeah. Right. And you, yeah. and you sent that right. stat sheet to yeah. someone. How, yeah. how hard would that be? Open up your phone. It pairs with your, with your Netflix, right? Yep. You just like, you choose it and then you get a little shareable thing, like a little cake emoji with like an X or a check mark. Like I got 100%. it. hundred percent. And then like, <laughs> you could be like me when you get your first one wrong and just walk directly into the ocean because <laughs> you hate your life once you get, once you yep. break your streak. Yeah. That's hey, that's the way it goes. So, mm-hmm. I agree. Lots they can do there. I think they should hire you as a consultant for it. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, so that'll do it for the topics. Brings us into the final drive. Do you want to go first or you want to go second? So you just said that finished that that does it for the topics. Yeah. Instead of the sections, I'm still wor- I'm still worried I, yeah. about what we're doing. I don't know what I used to say. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. What, I, I really have no clue. That does it for chapters, periods. Also, are we? We really, used to call them periods sometimes. I know. Are we really kidding ourselves? And and not and miscellaneous is no longer pop culture. It's just miscellaneous. <laughs> <laughs> we're just and we just won't play. It's the, the sound exact effect. same topic. Just <laughs> <Yeah>. pop culture. <laughs> we just don't. We, call we it discovered it. Yeah. That's true. Sorry. Final drive. Let's do this. (laughs) That's that's an offline topic. Yeah, that's okay. Um, So you want to go first or second? I want to go second. All right. I'll go first. Um, My final drive is basically just a shout out to Minnesota. Uh, I went to Minnesota for the first time. Um, My girlfriend, Catherine, uh, is from Minnesota. Her family all lives there. So went out there, visited her family. My first time in Minnesota. Went to the Mall of America, which is just a giant mall. It's it's that's all it is. There's also an amusement park inside of it, um, but it was it was cool. It was uh, what you would expect a giant mall with an amusement park to look like. Um, just basically a normal mall that was very large, but it was cool. Were the shops um, inside larger too? The shops were not larger. The shops oh. were, and I was surprised the shops were like kind of normal. Like I kind of expected it to be like you know like Prudential Centery, like all these like you know, way too fancy, like expensive stores, but there was yeah. a good number of normal stores in there. Um, did you go on Hot Topic? Did not go on Hot Topic, no. Or Spencer's. Didn't go in either of uh, those places. I those go to malls, the Mall of America. Those mall staples, <laughs> yeah. Um, the, the, but The most yeah. staple of, the most staple store within the most staple mall. <laughs> yeah, true. That is very true. Um, but so did that. Went to a Minnesota Wild game. Um, they did. They won, so that was fun. Um, cool arena, a little bit smaller than like the TD Garden, but you know, had a good feel to it. Very cool. They capitalize on the wilderness. You you would like it, in the sense of like a team that utilizes their theme. Love like, commitment like, to they, a theme. They have like it's like th- their concessions feel like log cabiny almost because cool. like it's like wildernessy. You know, it's like I, it's very it's a cool vibe. I do um, like that. So. Uh, so did that, like saw all of Catherine's family. They were all wonderful. Um, d- uh, went to Lake Minnetonka. They live near that. So I kind of walked around the lake a bit. So just they a good low key trip, you know? Apparently they, uh, Catherine's family listens to our podcast, but they do. They listen to episode, on episode one, one. <laughs> which was interesting. I don't know why. Uh, so if you if you, if you have labored through all 161 <laughs> and you're now listening to this, congratulations. And I'm sorry. Um, yeah. But uh, hopefully you can just instead jump to 161 and, uh, you know, start kick it off here. I think that would be a better spot to start. Um, but welcome. We welcome all new listeners, no matter where they start in the episode uh, chain. So 
Um, but yeah, so that was good. And they, you know, they made some comments about hot dogs being sandwiches or not. So that's uh, <laughs> proof that they did start on episode one. That's, so yeah, that's <laughs> but uh, great trip. And I highly recommend Minnesota. If you haven't been there, great place. Cool. Well, so. um, welcome Catherine's family members. Glad to have you as listeners. Yeah. Um, my final drive is chess.com. Derek, do you play nice. chess? I have gone through spurts of playing chess. Yes. And well, I enjoy it. I hope hopefully you're spurting right now because <laughs> I'm I'm on the chess train. All right. <laughs> um, I for whatever reason I don't know how I got into it, but I, Kelsey and I started playing a bit more chess, and I was like, yeah, I could. I want to like learn. Chess. I don't just want to like play. I want to learn. So I like yeah. looked at all the apps, and Chess.com is like the app. There's like yeah. apparently there's like double digit millions of people who play per day on it. Wow. Okay? I was like, holy crap, it's very popular in Europe. Chess is yeah much less popular in america than it is other places especially russia actually yeah so chess.com is having this weird struggle with like do they ban russian players right. from the tournaments right. and stuff because of the war that's a whole other story i'm here for download the chess.com app yeah, there you go and play yeah. play me in chess <laughs> do it it's fun yeah. and it's like <laughs> it's um you can make one move per day or two move. you can set the rules to whatever it takes a little bit of time to get used to the the one move per day stuff but I think it helps because if I do a move and then go to bed and wake up I don't remember what I was planning like I don't remember like oh if I move here then this then that so it's yeah. almost like it's almost like seeing a new it's almost like seeing a board and be like alright what's the best move with these random pieces yeah, of sort in a vacuum so like, it's it, yeah. right and it's helping me get better at chess because every time I open it up I have to analyze the board not just like get in my own head like oh pawn Work, pawn, working moving. towards something in your head right. that you wanted to do yeah right. right so I am very much enjoying it I'm playing random people online and it's yeah. like there's a chat function so you can be like oh hey like nice move you, it's just like it's a cute yeah, little yeah. thing right. um, so if you're um, interested from, getting into from chess, what I also remember on chess.com um, when I was playing it my my, my mo the most recent time I remember being on a chess kick was after watching Queen's Gambit. I was like, oh, oh yeah. I want to oh. play chess. Like, you yeah. know, <laughs> yeah. um, which probably is the case for most people that watch that show. But right. um, but the other thing I remember about chess.com when you play against the computer is that it has basically like a a, a move evaluation engine. Like, like yes. it, it, it tells you whether it was a good move or not. And like, yes. that's extremely helpful for learning how to play, you know, because like- It analyzes yeah. your game and says like, yeah. it'll speed through it and be like, stop here. You made this move. This is a better move. And this is yeah. Oh crap! Right, cool. Yeah. Um, that being said, it's chess, so it's still a bunch of nerds. Um, <laughs> but I'm, I'm enjoying it. There I'm pretty go. good, I think. Yeah, nice. So I guess. download chess.com app and chess. play against Steve. Yeah. And my name is so. um, pretty sure it's just Chess with Steve. Chess with Steve. That's a good name. So chess with Steve. Yeah. I'm surprised. That, that's that hey, awesome. you got you got a good username there. So I all of my things. Did you know that all of my things are that I was um some yeah snaps with Steve is my oh snap. yeah right right. right. Um, uh, words with Steve was, yeah. was uh, Boggle or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, no nice. one ever there takes that. So. Yeah, hey, you got you got you got a stranglehold on the on the username front. Yeah. So there you go. So at Chess with Steve Chess .com. Find me. There you go. And get your butt whooped. <laughs> get checkmated. Right. Just might take a few weeks, but you'll you'll get your butt whooped. So <laughs> yeah, one move per day. Yeah. Well, you can um, make more than one move per day, but like that's that's a little time. You don't yeah, make yeah, a yeah, move right. within a day. You, you lose. lose. Yeah. Right. 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 Gotcha. So that'll do it for the final drive. That'll do it for episode 161. Um, once again, just 
that new sound effect takes the cake. Thank you to Anonymous yeah. and Sean C for submitting questions that highlighted that effect. So, yes. great day. Our two favorite submitters. So, so that's it for 161. We'll see you guys next time on 162. Oh, hey, later date.